Well, uh, another great day of stealing people's money, because I'm a cool businessman. Oh. Yep, nothing bad could be happening. I'm going to just put on my nightcap and get into I, bed. Uh, oh, no. Uh, hey. What's up? Oh, no. A spirit. I'm just floating around your bed. Just floating about your bed. No, yeah. no problem. Uh, uh, I will go away if you if you guess my name. <laughs> oh, is this so? Wait, this is like a Rumpelstiltskin thing. I thought this was like a Christmas Carol thing. Yes, but instead, I'm a spirit of a virus disease. Oh, oh okay. Ooh. All right. Well, is it that gonorrhea I got last Tuesday from that prostitute? No, but I, he was. My initials are PL. Ooh. Oh, Spooky. Um, pancreatic. Language? You might want to scratch me out if you know what I mean. <laughs> I make you itch, boy. <laughs> I mean, I have so many illnesses that make me itch. I just, this is not helping me. There might be many of me and I'm red. You can see me with your naked eye. <laughs> pubic lice, right. asshole. I'm pubic lice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was never going to guess that, by the way. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. My name's Jared. This is Dan. Hey, Dan. Hi. I'm glad you took back the reins because I don't know how to introduce us properly, obviously, from the last no. like two shows. No, you're so good at it. No. And you were so good as the ghost of pubic lice. <laughs> Don't sell yourself <laughs> short, buddy. I mean, you really have a talent. The Ghost of Pubic Lice is my next album title. Um, <laughs> I'll be working on it this summer. <laughs> Dude, we need to get you in SAG-AFRA so you can start getting credits, right? Mm -hmm. we got to get you on IMDb as the Ghost of Pubic Lice. <laughs> it's your only credit. And I'll, I'll collaborate with Tin-Headed Skeleton all the time. <gasps> yes! Tin-Headed Skeleton shit. and the you Ghost know of Pubic Ten -headed Lice. Skeleton. <laughs> You fucking know that they would love a guest appearance of the ghost of pubic lice. Yes. He'd be like, yes. Awesome. But it would be, you'd be like talking in reverse. Yeah. And the the special effects would be way better. But if you guys don't know who Ten Headed Skeleton is, um, go check out uh, a couple episodes prior. City of Reptiles. Yeah, yeah, we it's a film we covered uh earlier. Also, here's more films we're going to cover. Dan, we're doing a shorts episode. That's right. Shorts, shorts, no longs. Shorts, no longs. Put your longs away, Dan. So we take your little shorts out, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Get them shorts out cuz we want to watch them. All right. Okay, so we watched three films. One is called Deadly Sea. The other is called Liberté. And the last is called A Vital Sign. Um, we watched these That's three right. films back to back together, I think. At least I did. <laughs> I did. It's going to be a little different than other episodes because we might spoil them as we're doing questions because of how short they are. And we have to cover several of these at once. So, yeah, so uh, there will be links to these. We're going to do our best. There will be links to these for sure. So check them out. Yes. They don't take too much of your time. One's five minutes, one's like 13 minutes, and one is 20 minutes. So um, yeah. 
Yeah, just get ready for spoilers. We'll just say that now. Get ready for spoilers. Okay, so the first film we're going to cover is Deadly Sea, and it is done by Asish Beast. And I hope I'm saying that correctly. Very interesting film. And I feel like I've seen this guy's logo mm-hmm. so often in my head. I, I'm guessing because he had submitted to us so long ago and he, he they like these films are finally coming up on our list. But yeah. we haven't covered him before, have no, we? No, we have not. Okay. I, I thought for sure that we had. I'm like, man, this guy looks so familiar to me. So if you want to catch this, it is on YouTube. If you go to Trial and Error Acting on YouTube or just look up deadly C on YouTube. You can find, uh, his short films. And, um, Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? So this film is basically a dude looking at you. Like he wants to do something to you. He's Mm. very creepy. And he talks with this amazing, creepy affection in his voice. And he is essentially a figure for the novel coronavirus. What? There's the spoiler. Yeah. So he he basically has this entire monologue talking to somebody who is incapacitated in bed. And he's just saying all this shit that he's doing as a virus. And it's really, really mm-hmm. interesting because it's 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 lyrical almost like he's putting. Yeah, he's personifying the virus. And it's really interesting. Yeah. And it's. um. So he did all of this on his smartphone. Yes. So it's not the highest production. It's extremely low budget. And it's set up where like the coronavirus has snuck into his yeah. house and is harassing this person mm-hmm. who is the camera, basically. And we're the first person watching this like creepy virus. But the virus is just like a nicely dressed dude who is really intimidating. He's like giving you this like creepy energy. <laughs> and uh I, I think it was really fun. It was. It very is in fun. a different language, so it was. It was. It was in Hindi. This yes. film made me want to speak Hindi. Like it made me want to understand Hindi because of how yeah, yeah, well yeah. Mm-hmm. he was acting. Like, granted, the acting in this film, his delivery of the lines is fantastic, but he kind of acts a little bit too much with his hands in a in a way that's a little too repetitive. So it got kind of annoying. I like it though. Well, to, I I liked the uh, the the flamboyant acting. I like that I too, it. but I I wanted to see more. What I'm saying is his range of movement was very limited, and it kept repeating. Mm, I'd see. I didn't notice that at all. Oh, interesting. But that's okay. good that you caught that. But his energy. I want to be clear. His energy is top mm. fucking notch. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because again, it's kind of hard for us to judge the acting just because we don't know the language. But I enjoyed his presence on the screen. Mm-hmm. and he's the most interesting thing that's going on in the film. Now, negatives, I will say, because, I mean, you can make some really cool stuff on your smartphone, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, but some of the some of the editing stuff that was going on in this movie was not too good. A lot of hard cuts mm-hmm. that I wish he really, I wish he would transition them more with either video or sound or maybe cut to something else, either like a master shot or... Uh, maybe like a close-up of an item or an object and, and just intersperse that with music just to kind of clean up a little bit of what's going on here because I thought it was really cool, actually, when um, he did try to do a cut where uh, uh, the character saw the spirit or whatever, looked down, and then looked back up, and then he was like really yeah. close. That was kind of fun. So he tried to mask it. It was still noticeable. But uh, I appreciate the effort. Jared, and, uh, I have a single yeah. question for you because I know. Okay. I know you. I know you inside and out. And oh. it, it's so 
weird and thematic that like i promise i'm not making fun of you here how did you enjoy the first i don't know 15 to 30 seconds of this film whenever you had whoever was pov like doing all these weird mouth noises like banana noises like it was loud i'm like jared's not gonna like that at all (laughs) i mean it wasn't the best we could probably not have it it bothered me. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to right now? <laughs> but then then you get the fucking movie and it's like, oh my God. Okay, mm-hmm. this is interesting. Because yeah. he demands your attention immediately. And he's creepy. Yeah. He's, I think he's, it would have been cool if, uh, this is just an idea, if like the Deadly Sea, we didn't know what it was at first. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of started to slowly morph into like some kind of evil menacing presence. Like, his character actually started to change physically and we could see it. Ooh. One other fun thing I, I thought the film did was uh, it, it gets a little silly at the end, but I, I enjoyed it because mm-hmm. they like start spraying like hand sanitizer and other things <laughs> at it. And he's like, no. And I liked the idea of um, the coronavirus is like bargaining with yes. the person now. Like, I hey, like hey, hey. so yeah, all you have to do is shake someone else's hand and I'll pass freely from you to them and I won't hurt you. I, I liked the weird, it reminded me of like, this is a stretch, but like the seventh seal. Yeah, I was about to say or, that. That's exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> or like, uh, obviously Scrooge. Yeah. Or, you know, um, A Christmas Carol, which we parodied in the beginning of this episode. But yeah, it was kind of fun. Did you have any uh, final thoughts on it before we move on? No, you 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 took that out of my mouth. That's That was the last thing I wanted mm. to talk about. It, it felt like just the bargaining aspect of it was really interesting. I mean, Dan, it won't be the last thing I take out of your mouth. That's for sure, buddy. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Sexual tension between the co-hosts. Okay. <laughs> so our next film is Liberté. Am Liberté. I saying that right? Yes, Liberté. Liberté. By Zsa Zsa K. It's done by AMK Films, and this is a silent film. This is their first film. They told us to be nice, mm. Dan. Well, Dan. no promises. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea what this movie's about. Um, I watched it twice. Describe it. Um, <laughs> you watched it twice? I nice. watched it twice. There you go. See, Dan's really doing his diligence. I, I, I just... Because there was, there's so much imagery in this that makes me think, and I can't figure it out. I can't. It, it was very difficult. So basically, what happens is this guy drives this woman to a hotel question mark or a rehab center question mark. Oh, interesting. I don't. Know. I didn't even catch that. It, it, well, he he drives her to this place, and she stays in this hotel room, and she destroys the place. And then she leaves her suitcase there and she leaves and goes off into the city. And you get this really, really beautiful cityscape. And it's all filmed in just just gorgeous black and white. But I can't I can't come to a consensus as to what this film is trying to represent, what it's about. I mean, Liberté is French for freedom, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well here, how about I read you the synopsis that they sent us from Vimeo? Let's do that. So I don't know if this film is out. I guess if you go to yeah, I guess if you go to Vimeo, yeah, you can we didn't watch have to it. put in the Liberté. So yeah, go check it out. Um uh, okay, so here is the Synopsis. Experience the silent and surreal cycle of a dying relationship and the resulting rebirth 
of a self-saving heroine. And then it talks about how it uses like these dreamscapes and interesting stuff. It says it's ambiguous. Very. Talk, it, themes of rejection and uh, yeah, it, yeah, it really hits it. a lot of that stuff. What I'm getting out of that is it was more experimental and it was up to us to interpret the thing. So I yes. can see abandonment. Yes. I can see um, freedom. Like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some things that were very significant because the camera looked at them. The camera looks at very specific mm-hmm. things, and you're like, why are we filming this? And it just it, it made me want to ask more about it. So I already said beautiful black and white. Another thing I want to point out, yeah, really cool homage to the sounds of the silent era because the whole soundtrack is like played on a piano or harpsichord or something, and it's seemingly mm-hmm. live or improvised. I'm not sure if it was, but it seems that way. Okay, can I talk about this? Yes. I had a big problem with the music. Okay, go on. Tell me. It, I don't think, if it was live, like if they were just like going, like ad-libbing as they went, I would have liked it, but I noticed a clear loop. Oh. So the music would be like, do, 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 and it would stop, and then it was like, dun, dun, and it would just like start again. And it it started to cycle so much, and this is only like a 10-minute movie. To where I was dreading the music starting up again. Ooh. And I know this is really harsh, but I turned down the volume as lowly as I could. Because I'm like, I can't, I don't, I didn't like the song. And I, it was not helping me throughout the movie. So I, I'm sorry. Okay, now. <laughs> but I'm going to say nice things about this movie in a second, but go ahead. That's totally fine. I, I'll say I'm, a, I'm not like the biggest fan of the music. Like, I, I don't like silent era music in general. I just thought it was a cool nod to it. But it didn't bother me because I was so engrossed in trying to figure out the visuals and the, what the heck was it, going it on. Was, yeah, it just it kind of washed over me. So mm-hmm. that's interesting that you picked up on a loop. What was weird for me, like my big nitpick, is it was supposed to be like an homage to the silent era. Like you know, it just it felt like that. Maybe it wasn't supposed yeah. to be, but it felt like that. It was so weird for me to see really beautiful drone shots in black and white. <laughs> like it, it just felt tonally weird yeah, because it felt yeah. like the, the whole time I'm like, this is a silent movie, but now we have modern day technology giving me yeah, the downtown yeah. LA. I'm like, this You're is right. strange. So, I mean, I'm I not mean, saying that it was bad. It just, it took me, it, it took me out of the movie a little bit. I'm like, this is, this is a weird tone. Yes. I mean, there's many times where Modern is blending with yes. the old, and yes. I don't know if that's intentional or not, because in the very beginning, it's this man in a scarf is leading this really well-dressed woman uh, into like this Marilyn hotel. Like Marilyn Monroe dressed, like yes. from the 50s, kind of, or 40s. Very, yeah, she's definitely emulating something like that. And there's like an old-timey camera guy out there. He's got like an old-timey camera. He's like, oh, let me get you a picture. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, the paparazzi. Then, yeah, and they walk past him, and he's all like, oh, I'm so grumpy at you. But then... They, they walk inside the hotel. Hotel looks nice and old and cool. The person at the front desk is, is a like computer? a normal. Yeah, he's a normal <laughs> dude. And he's in front of a computer. And I'm like, what year is this? And if that was intentional, that's fun. I just don't know if it was. It could be a budgetary thing of well, like, I mean, listen, this is what we have. That's what I figured. So I just forgave it. Like, yeah, I, I'm I, like, it's let's, not a big critique. Yeah, let, let me pay attention like, to okay. what she wants me to see. And, yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about was she makes a point to film this quarter in the middle of the road Yeah, as they walk by towards the hotel and they pass by it. So we mm-hmm. have ignoring wealth or ignoring a figure of wealth. And I couldn't figure out what that had to do with 
Uh, well, I mean, maybe just if you if you leave your money behind, it's freedom. Or I'm so wealthy that money doesn't matter to me. I, I don't mm. know. It was weird. Um, also, she messes the bed up. That's what got me to think it was rehab. Oh, okay. Like she had like, just a, like a withdrawal in, in the room. I felt like when, because the boyfriend character, the scarf guy, brings her to that room and basically leaves her there. Yeah. Almost like she is a object for him to like go and get later. Like she's been put away. Mm. So she's super bored in this room and she's just like losing her fucking mind. Like, why am I just sitting here in this room the whole time? And there's that whole thing where she like opens the briefcase and there's just a, a broken mirror in there. And I'm like, this is strange. Well, I mean, so that's her broken self. And at the end of the movie, she leaves that behind in the hotel. Like she yeah, leaves her yeah, baggage yeah. behind. And and she literally, she puts on an outfit that represents the Statue of Liberty, mm. which it was pretty literal to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets in that car and drives away. What did you think about the... This when the scarf guy was at, he was like sitting in a big dining hall and playing cards. I mean, the only thing I can think of is just, you know, leisurely activities without your significant other. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. So um, what would be your like major critiques of like, how would how would you try to like improve this movie? I guess. Well, after you said that there was a clear loop, definitely get a new or just find somebody to play live or something or find like someone that. to score the entire yeah, yeah find someone to score the entire thing the, the film looked gorgeous like i i can't say anything about the editing or the mm-hmm. cinematography i think it was a great choice to leave it black and white it was very abstract it was very experimental in that way it was it was not mm-hmm. necessarily your traditional silent film they were taking a lot of creative liberties liberties um, oh, dude. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they were taking a lot of creative liberties with the direction. So I don't necessarily want to poo-poo the direction because yeah, it, gotcha. it, it worked in a lot of ways. And it made me mm-hmm. think a lot. Like I said, I had to watch this twice because I'm like, I, I want to figure this out. I would say not necessarily that I would change things, but I would tighten things up. Yeah. So, again, don't loop music. I don't I don't like that at all figure out different ways to convey emotion through the songs you're playing. Cause if you're just playing the same song over and over and over again, it it's going to have an effect on the viewer. And it definitely had, unless I don't, I don't think it was intentional, but yeah, you, there's different ways you can affect someone's mood by playing the music and showing these images at the same time. It can become more impactful, more powerful. Uh, other thing is certain scenes, you know, they're showing them like walking down a hallway, blah, blah, blah. You can cut a lot of that inner first like interstitial kind of stuff the things that are interesting when she's in the hotel room when she's looking at the briefcase when they're in the elevator and some weird shit's happening you know like oh that's really fun we need to get to that stuff or as quickly as possible or you could go my route and not cut Uh it just make it more interesting like during those moments of people walking make the camera do something like Yes. Make sweeping camera movements. Camera work can have meaning to it if you do it with intention. No, I I agree 100% with what you're saying. And I think it is even better than what I just said. <laughs> so do what Dan says. Yeah. Because that, that, yes, because you could, there's so many things just with like close-ups on people mm-hmm. can really make you feel like claustrophobic and uneasy, you know, just, just from like framing the same shot in a different way, you know, or, or like having 
like one one subject and then filming it from really far away can show like isolation. There's so many weird little things you can do just with the camera work. So like there's maybe a hundred different ways you could film somebody walking down a hallway that would like make it a little more interesting, I guess. So yeah. Regardless, I enjoy don't, that cha- a lot. don't change the abstraction. I think puzzle films are really fun. Oh um, yeah. So I love that stuff. It was it was very fun. Thank you again, Jaja, for submitting, by the way. Yeah, thank you so much. So, our last film, but not least, uh-huh, is A Vital Sign, sent by Sasha D. Robinson. Sausage. Ooh. Sa- sausage. Sausage. <laughs> sausage. Dan, please, um, be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha D. Robinson, D stands for Dumont. Um, oh. She goes by Sasha Dumont, or I think it's Sashia. I don't know. Sasha, Sashia, Sasha. I'm sorry if we're pronouncing your name wrong. Anyway, here, but stupid. It men. was it was submitted to us by her. She wrote and starred in it, and her husband Paul Robinson. Okay. Okay, Dan. What is a vital sign? The vital sign is about a a group of people. It's about friends who get together yes, and friends. they like to wear necklaces <laughs> who get and together, have fun. Who wear necklaces that looks oddly familiar, which I'll talk about soon. Um, <laughs> they like to get together and they like to play poker. And um, at the end of the week getaway, uh, they like to commit suicide mm-hmm. together. That's fun. Oh, a little suicide. Cause because suicide they're a fucking is painless. It brings on many stages. And I can take Have you stopped listening yet? Very good. Oh, man. Can you say mental disorder? Oh, Jesus okay. Christ. This was sent to us by Send Three Productions and also everyone else we just know, uh, talked about as well. And um, if you want to find this film, it's on YouTube. Just search A Vital Sign Send Three. That's the number three productions. Check it out. I highly recommend this film. Highly recommend it. Um, this might be one of the best shorts I've seen this year. Mm. Interesting. Dan, agree or disagree? Probably one of the best shorts that we've seen this year. I, I mean, it's... I mean, it's this and Gates. Yeah, Gates. Gates was really good, too. They're both really good. I, again, I, I highly recommend it. We're going to spoil it right now. Just go look it up on YouTube. This one was really, really good, and I'm going to tell you why just for the very first scene. In the first scene, we have one character is walking. It's a tracking shot. And she is coming up on another character who's like, she's like laying, leaning on a car. She comes up and sneaks behind this woman. And she's like, hey, and kind of like, kind of like grabs her in a playful way. She's like, hey, what's up? It's that lollipop scene, Mm -hmm. right? Which is like, hey, I got a lollipop in my pocket. Love that, by the way. Love the chemistry between all the actors. And I love the fact that they're obsessed with lollipops. Yeah, dude. I mean, who isn't? Yeah, it becomes currency almost in this movie. (laughs) But so we have this amazing tracking shot. The camera is focused on one subject. She moves in. Now there are two subjects on the screen. And then the camera rack focuses to catch both of them in Mm, focus seamlessly. Dan, it was done so well. It was done all in one shot. It was so good. The the movie is just full of little touches like that, where it is very intentionally showing you what you need to look at. A lot of attention to detail. And 
it, the film really carries you through in a very nice way. Uh, and I just, I adore this, especially the, like I said, the back and forth between the characters was so nice and the unease, the tension. Go ahead, Dan. So I know, I know you want to say something. My, right my, my, my idea is yes. Cinematography was amazing. And you already explained like that one shot that was just beautiful, like a way, way to open your film. Just seriously. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But what I was impressed with was the sound design because that is the hardest fucking thing to do to make your film sound great especially if you're a low budget or like, you know, micro budget filmmaker. And, you know, we get films all the time that I just ignore sound design because I know it's so fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. This sounded so professional. It was ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Very high level of quality. I don't, I don't know what the budget was, but it seems I, I like couldn't do like there's so professionally I could done. Sit, I could sit in an editing bay for like, a week and not have that sound design. Hmm. Like it's, it's, it was mm-hmm. very well done. So the big thing about this, I don't know if we'd actually said it yet, but they are all in a cult. Yes. So it turns out all of these really good friends who are hanging out and having fun in like a few days. And it's really fun because between each scene, they show like 22 hours, 10 hours or whatever, you know, like it's counting down to some event and you know, the event is going to be really bad. But it's interspersed with them just being such good friends and having such a great time. And you're kind of thinking, like, what could they possibly be doing? And I mean, it definitely hints at it very heavily because, like, they do a weird ritual. They all have these uh, necklaces on. What was the thing about the necklaces you wanted to talk about? Um, Okay, so the necklaces are essentially a Star of David. And I didn't quite see what was in the middle of them. But it reminded me hardcore of this... I think I might have told you about this long ago whenever I went to Japan for the first time. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I saw these group of people with these fucking Star of Davids, but the Star of David had a swastika in the middle of it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh. So I looked well, it, it up. it probably means something different. No, I there. looked it up and I'm like, Star of David with swastika. And I looked it up on Google and it's a real religion. It's called Rialism or Realism. And it's it's it was... Founded by a French journalist in the 1970s, and it's basically a international UFO religion. And <gasps> oh, where I, awesome. I, I ran into these people on a flight to Japan, and they <laughs> they were meeting up for a realism con that was happening in Tokyo. <laughs> Yeah. So see, that's super rad, but also you need to do some rebranding on that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that symbol. Change it to like a fun UFO, you know, or like like a, a like a tinfoil hat. That could be good. <laughs> very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Uh, okay, so dang, that's interesting. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Let's get back into the film. Um, yes, the biggest thing that I want to praise in this film is the acting because mm-hmm. there's so much raw emotion oh. in in so, so many good. of the characters. There's there's Emma and Pam. I think her name's Pam. Pam ends up leaving. She's going to leave the cult before they take their lives. And she yes. doesn't tell anybody about it. And Pam and Emma are best friends. And she doesn't even tell Emma. And Emma gets so upset by mm-hmm. this. And there's this just really great scene of them confronting each other. And Pam, I mean, so um, Sa- Sasha plays Emma and she does great. And she she's great in that scene. But Pam just screams at her out of desperation and just 
despair. Like you can't mm-hmm. make me do this. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do, do this with you, but like, it's just, it's not for me right now. And that yeah. moment was just, it, it was so, so hard to watch because of the emotion. Yeah. Were you able to get the emotional impact of that scene without knowing the full context? Yes. Cause that was a very interesting choice. Yes. And at first I was kind of like, what is going on? But then again, I'm like, you know, this is still, the scene is kind of still working. So um, with film, it's especially with film, film is a, a medium in which you consistently and constantly retrospect. So you are watching a film as it's going, the film is projecting to you. It's being projected and you are watching it being projected. And as the film goes on, Let's say, you know, later in the film, there's a twist like, OK, for example, mm-hmm. my favorite film, Old Boy. You, you ever, anybody who's seen Old Boy knows the twist. I'm not going to tell you what the twist is. But as that twist is happening, there's this it's you know, he's flipping through the photo album. Right. And as he's yeah. doing that, you are actively putting the clues together in your head. That's retrospecting. So as mm-hmm. I started to know that they were in a cult, they were going to kill each other that scene played in my head again. And I'm like, Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I think it was really done well done in that regard. Yes. So when this movie first opened up, it kind of like put a weird taste in my mouth, which (laughs) uh, once the film starts, you're like, Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. So it's that first text crawl or the text splash, the the countdown motif. I'm going to read it. Our progression in this life determines our placement and advancements in our next. And I'm like, okay. And emotional material and financial attachment inhibit our personal and spiritual growth. And I'm like, okay, what is going on here? <laughs> Crossover transitions are re- reserved for individuals who have attained level four in the path of enlightenment. And it goes on for a little bit more. But I'm like, is this some kind of religious thing? And then I you find out immediately that, oh, okay, this is a fake cult that yeah. they've made up for the film and it is completely thematic and it makes sense. But at first I was like, are we going to watch like a cult infomercial? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought we got tricked into watching some like cult propaganda. I'm like, oh my God, I hope this isn't what I think it is. I mean, <laughs> how awesome would that be though? <laughs> Like, that would be amazing. Somebody it sends us so their cult, good. their cult propaganda to try, to try to indoctrinate shit. us into their their service. Dude, that'd be the funniest fucking. And shit then one ever. of us actually goes for it. Oh yes, the order of the silver owl, baby. I'm gonna ascend. Absolutely, absolutely, I love it. All right, closing thoughts, Dan. What do you think? So I, I, we we praise this movie a lot. Um, I, I yeah. really I, the only thing I found difficult with the narrative, and I'm just going to say difficult because there's just so much other great things about it was um, whenever Pam is leaving with uh, Emma's husband, like I don't they're going on an mm-hmm. errand or something, and then they meet the person that's going to take Pam away from the cult randomly. Mm-hmm. And I just I, that whole section of the narrative, I was just kind of confused about. Can you do like, I was you, a little confused. Okay. So, I mean, that I was a little confused. It that, took me a that bit. portion of the narrative is the only thing that I'm like, what just happened? But then it kind mm-hmm. of like, even the context of her leaving didn't necessarily make sense as to why that one character was there. I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, I also thought it was strange that like, okay, they all, t they all take the, the drink from the jug, like the little jug or whatever in the bottles. I thought it was cool that they foreshadow the, cause like she's staring at the bottle earlier on in the film and then they close a yeah. door on it. That was fun. But so they all take the drugs and they, they drink the Kool-Aid metaphorically and literally. The ayahuasca's, yeah. the peyote. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she does it, falls asleep. And then she wakes up like she's in the next plane, but she's just still in the woods. I thought like something crazy was going to happen. Budget, and I'm like, man. oh, it's just their paradise, just them living in the woods. I'm like, okay, that's kind of fun. But then she wakes up again and realizes, oh no, everyone is really, really dead and I'm by myself. But then I thought, how is she alive? I would have been nice if they had like her throwing up. I think they kind of tried to imply that a little bit, mm -hmm. but I just didn't get how she was still alive. Right. While everyone else was dead, I'm like, you took the kill me drugs. I don't know. Um, but the, like, that's barely anything. It, yeah. It's not it doesn't have anything to do with the actual construction or the way the film was made, because I think everything else about the film was fantastic. Yeah, very. What a, an enjoyable watch. I'm really nitpicking here. Keep making films, uh, please. Yes. Sasha and Paul. You guys are great. But we're running long, so we got to go. So uh, you can find us where you're going to find us. That would be Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. Um, Sasha and Jaja reached out via email. Ashish. Ashish. He reached out via Instagram. So we we, we listen to every, yeah. every facet. So... Jared, tell us about Necropodicon. Guys, Necropodicon is a place you can go to necropodicon.com. If you go there, you can click on the link to the Discord. You'll see it immediately as soon as you go to the site. If you go to that site too, you can check out like bios and look at all, all the other cool, interesting podcasts we have on there. And uh, I think the Discord's just like a fun place to hang out. I've been posting a lot of pictures of my rabbits. Yes, I own rabbits. And uh, yeah, they're adorable. And you can come see them if you want. <laughs> but yeah, we're just, you know, talking about movies and other dumb shit on there. Whatever you want to talk about, pretty much. And uh, yeah, it's just like a cool place to hang out. And um, thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. Dan, you have the final word. Hey, it's the pubic lice again. So, no, uh, God, I was just hey, about uh, to go to sleep. You you want to you wanna scratch us, don't you? <laughs> you can't, buddy. <laughs> you can hit me with the shampoo all you want. But uh, here I am. All right, I'm going to spray with Lysol. Good night. Hey, it's your best friend Danny here. If you enjoy art, literature, or the creative process, you may enjoy the comedy podcast Grow Out of It. You may even learn something about your long-lost childhood self. Or you might just get something like this. Mason and I hadn't really talked much. Besides our first encounter and the occasional HELP ME STAND UP! We hadn't had a need to really <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.